the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Thursday, June the 15th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On June 15, 1775, the Second Continental Congress voted unanimously to appoint George Washington head of the Continental Army. Today in 1215, England's King John put his seal to Magna Carta, the Great Charter, at Runnymede. To this day, when asked the leaders of uh, in England, in the Parliament, they will say, if, if, if asked about their constitution, what is your constitution, they will refer to the Magna Carta. They say that's why we have the oldest constitution, existing constitution uh, in the world. And they refer to the Magna Carta. They still claim that as their, uh, <clears throat> as their constitution. Today in 1864, Secretary of War Edwin Stanton, he signed an order establishing a, mir- a military burial ground that became known as Arlington National Cemetery in Virginia. Today in 1934, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed an act making the National Guard part of the U.S. Army in the event of war or national emergency. Today, in 1944, American forces began their successful invasion of Saipan during World War II. Today, in 2002, an asteroid with a diameter of between 50 and 120 yards narrowly missed the Earth by 75,000 miles. That's close relative to space. That's less than a third of the distance to the moon. And today, in 2020, the Supreme Court in a 6-3 decision, ruled that a landmark civil rights law protects gay, lesbian, and transgender people from discrimination in employment. Now, I'm not advocating any kind of, none whatsoever, any kind of discrimination against anybody. It's wrong. But basically what they were saying in this is that sexual behavior is the equivalent of skin color. That's part of the problem that we have in America today. I noticed there was a um, there was a note out from Rasmussen Reports this morning, said a majority in their most recent polling in the last couple of days, a majority of voters continue to suspect widespread election fraud, and they expect cheating at the ballot box will influence the 2024 presidential election. That's sad, but it's true. This latest Rasmussen Report survey found that 54% of likely U.S. voters believe cheating is likely to affect the outcome of the next presidential election. That included 30% who think it's very, very likely to affect the outcome of the next presidential election. 41% said that they didn't think cheating would have any effect on the 2024 outcome. Interesting. Only 24 percent 
24% of voters in America say it's not likely that there will be cheating or or it, that it will affect the outcome of the next uh, presidential election. Interesting piece out this morning. It's called Breaking News in some news organizations. In a fiery speech, they say, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden blasted Trump over his federal indictment. She called out every Republican who is still defending him. Well, President Biden has chosen to stay silent on Trump's indictment. First Lady Dr. Jill took off the gloves, declaring that, quote, I just saw when I was on my plane, it said 61% of Republicans are going to vote, that they would vote for Trump. They didn't care about the indictment. So that's a little shocking, she said, and the crowd, of course, applauded and laughed and smirked and mocked. Then she ripped into Trump and all of his MAGA Republicans, anybody that supports Trump or voted for him or might vote for him in the future. She accuses all of them in reeking corruption and chaos all across America. These are her words, that Trump and all the people who voted for him and may vote for him in the future are, quote, wreaking corruption and chaos all across America. She said that they have brought dark days, this is a quote, upon America that will only get worse if Donald Trump isn't thrown in prison and manages to win in 2024. This is how bizarre leftist thinking and leftist ideology and leftist narrative is. She is, <laughs> there is corruption and chaos across America and it's her husband and his son and his brother and his sister and other of their family the Biden family that is collecting millions of dollars from these foreign countries, some of which are adversarial toward the U.S. And she's talking about, she's talking about corruption, but not to worry. They don't, there's no mooring to truth. They just say whatever justifies the, the means to the end. I mean, it doesn't matter what they say. They just, keep talking, and they throw words out there. It's only going to get worse if Donald Trump isn't thrown into prison. Well, the corruption is going to get worse if her husband isn't stopped and his son Hunter isn't stopped from doing what they've been doing. But who cares? And, of course, this speech was given in Hollywood the other night. I think it was last night or night before. Yep, that's the way the left rolls. I never cease to be amazed. So she's admitting there's corruption in the country, but she's telling the people Trump has created the corruption. All the charges that were against Trump have been proven. I mean, every one of them, and when it comes down to having these documents at his home, yeah, he had them. Her husband has more documents in their home than Trump had in his. But not to worry. This isn't about that. This is about Trump. And on and on that goes. It's amazing. It's amazing stuff, I'll tell you. It is written, there is a time 
for everything. In Ecclesiastes, you know that well. A U.S. House member says it's time for Republicans to use their strongest available weapon to combat weaponization of government. The attack on our foundations. The very foundations of America are under attack. There's no question. There would be an impeachment and a removal from office, this congressman says. He's not an isolated voice. If the very foundations of our country are being destroyed, what can the Christian do? What should we do? I want to talk a little bit about that this morning. Whether it was the FBI going strong to investigate Trump in the Hillary Clinton-created scandal or a memo to Attorney General Merrick Garland encouraging FBI agents to target parents, remember that? Domestic terrorists, if they disagreed, stood up and disagreed in a school board meeting in Virginia. Or if it was the IRS targeting of conservative groups. Examples of the weaponization of government against Democratic opponents seem too many to name. American Family News said yesterday, in light of those numerous examples, they were quoting Representative Mike Collins from Georgia. They published, quote, in light of those numerous examples of a rogue government, impeachment is the Republicans' way of fighting back. Mike Collins, Representative Mike Collins, is pretty worked up about this. He said it's time to stop talking and start taking action. Impeachment, the lawmaker said, is the best response to the Biden administration's weaponization of the Department of Justice and its resources. The indictment of former President Donald Trump for mishandling classified documents when others have not been held to the same standard is the most recent example, he said. He said, it's what we said over the weekend, especially when you have a sitting president that is weaponizing not only the law enforcement, but the justice system to go after a political opponent. I mean, this this stuff, people are still, they're amazed, they're stunned. They can't believe what's happening. Even the most seasoned politicians are, are sort of scratching their chin and saying, never seen anything like this. Probably the most corrupt president in history, and, I, and I, I don't mean this politically, I'm just, as a matter of fact, probably the most corrupt president in history, at least in recent history in the United States, is calling out and he's weaponized these institutions that are supposed to protect the people to destroy his political enemy, a person that he will very likely be running against in the re-election. The justice system goes after another political opponent, Collins said. He said, the irony of it is when you're talking about a president who had documents and now they have found these documents that belong to Biden when he was a senator. Senators aren't supposed to have those documents, but he's got a whole bunch of them from back in the days when he was senator in his, in his basement, his garage and in other places as well. In Chinatown, there's boxes of documents in Chinatown that he put there in an office. Impeachment is the process by which the Congress charges and then tries an official of the federal government for treason and bribery or high crimes and misdemeanors. In the legal proceeding, the House of Representatives brings the charges, which are heard in the Senate trial. 
Most of us know that. I mean, we've been aware. We've heard that. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's very outspoken and abrasive to the left, for sure. She's very conservative. She's introduced articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden now. She previously introduced impeachment articles against FBI Director Christopher Wray as well. Also, Matthew Graves. Graves is the federal prosecutor who says, who she says ignored crime in the District of Columbia to focus solely on the January 6, 2021 episode when Trump supporters were charged with inciting violence at the Capitol. In a related discussion, Representative Pat Fallon, a Republican from Texas, spoke to the Washington Watch. That's <clears throat> that's uh, Family Research Council and uh, Tony Perkins. And Representative Fallon, he compared the Trump indictment to Hillary Clinton's classified information on a private server that she tried to destroy. I think most of us remember that. He also mentioned recent findings by House Republicans that millions of dollars in payments flowed to the Biden family through a series of shell companies. We know about that, too, because we're informed, aren't we? Nobody is alleging that any national security has been compromised. I've thought of that myself several times, and he makes this point. He said nothing has leaked out or anything of that nature. He told Tony Perkins, he said, they're saying simply and merely the possession of it in a presidential home after his presidency, where he had the power to declassify it as somehow criminal and warrants up to 400 years in prison. Representative Collins told host Jenna Ellis, you may remember her name, she's a homeschooled Christian young woman, brilliant lawyer, and she was uh, part of the defense team uh, working for Donald Trump. And she now has a radio show, I think it's daily, on the American Family Radio. But uh, she says it's time to start over, or he told her it's time to start over in the Department of Justice. And she agreed. He said, it's time for impeachments. It's time to bring Garland in and impeach that rascal. It's time to get rid of FBI Director Christopher Ray through impeachment. We have got to start dismantling these organizations at the top and cleaning house on this stuff up here. They're destroying so much of what we know as America. Well, indeed they are. That is true. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 talks about this kind of a situation. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. I think Representative Collins is right. This may indeed be a time to dismantle, to clean house, to rebuild these organizations. The psalmist asks in, in these verses in chapter 11, of Psalm. Verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Before he asked that question in verse 3, he answered it in verse 1. He wrote, in the Lord I put my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? There's no question the wicked have bent their bow intending to shoot at the upright in heart. I mean, Christians are hunted in this country. We're being hunted by the left. 
there are there's an ongoing campaign to silence and marginalize anyone who speaks from a conviction of, of Christianity and from biblical Christianity. The bows are bent, and the intention is to shut down and silence the Christian voice in America. Joe Biden laughs at that, but he continues to do everything possible, and his administration does everything possible to marginalize parenthood, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. That's the, that's the environment in which we live today. The wicked have bent their bow, and the arrow is not pointed at some distant enemy. It's pointed at what they perceive to be the enemy within. And that's the conservative, the Christian voice. Those who believe in Christian values are founding values and principles. Every Judeo-Christian value and principle is being challenged, it's being trashed by the left. Not only is this an affront to Christians, but it's an attack on the very foundations of this nation. Our forefathers founded very deliberately and intentionally, founded this nation to be a nation under God. Only in later years did we add that to our Pledge of Allegiance, but the intent was here from the beginning. They would build a nation under God, even the least religious among our founding fathers, like Ben Franklin and and a couple of others like Thomas Paine and some of those guys that were writing pamphlets. Even they acknowledged that biblical values and biblical virtue and justice and systems and so on had to be the foundation of this nation if it was was to rise and become that city on a hill that some envisioned in those founding days. Every Judeo-Christian value and principle is being challenged. It's being trashed. What should our response be? Well, very simply, I believe that our response should be to stand strong. Don't flee to the mountains of silence and denial. Pierce the darkness with the light of God's presence that lives in you. Remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He that is in the world has already been overcome. This is a spiritual matter. It's not merely a political matter. Of course, it's being played out in the political arena. But it's a spiritual matter. That's why I feel so passionate about what we do on this program. And that's why I'm so grateful to those of you who support me and support this. So we can do this. I hear from people all the time that say, man, I... I had never put it in perspective. It's not political, primarily. It's primarily a spiritual matter. And it is. And we say this again and again and again because we've got to realize that that has to be the starting point. When we ask ourselves the question, what can we do? And I think we're all asking that. Or what should we do? What can we do? We have to start from a spiritual basis and look at it through the lens of God's Word. Then everything begins to take form and and clear up. We can see a a clear picture. We can see through a glass clearly, not darkly. So we need to be informed. We need to be discerning. We need to be bold. We need to be engaged. We need to be prayerful. We need to be hopeful. 
that's where we are in this great ongoing experiment called America, USA. But there is war that has been declared on anyone who does not embrace the narrative, the mantra of the left. I wish I could say everything is great. Today is going to be the great. I I, I mean, I wish we didn't even have to touch on these things. But we do, because that's where we are. But there is light and there is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not an oncoming train. It is God is in control, and he has control of every aspect of what's happening, but he's called us to stand with him in righteousness. Oh, we're not righteous. We're sinful. We're only righteous in the eyes of God because through his son, Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, and our belief in him and acceptance of him, we are seen as righteous, but not one of us is righteous. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but God sees us as righteous. So the righteous are called to stand and to believe, not in the politician. Yes, we should elect the best ones as, poss- as best we can, but to stand in God's plan, stand in God's light, in God's truth. And that's what's under attack in America today. Adults in a Birmingham, Burlington, Massachusetts community are calling for action in response to middle school children. These are kids, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old. Middle school children tearing down pride banners and chanting, USA are my pronouns. (laughs) These kids, little kids, middle school kids are getting sick and tired of this. I mean, they shouldn't even have to deal with some of the stuff that's being pushed at them. The principal of the school reacted to the student's choice of rebelling against Pride Month by saying, when one individual or group of individuals' beliefs beliefs and actions result in demeaning another individual group, it is completely unacceptable. Excuse me? (laughs) That's what is happening to Christianity in America today. The Burlington community is calling on town leaders to take action. Not all of them, but it's implied in the in the news stories that all of them are upset. All of them aren't. There's people all over uh, Burlington, Massachusetts, as we speak, that are saying the kids probably shouldn't have expressed themselves in the way that they did, but we can understand why they did. They've had enough. They're fed up with it. They're sick of it. Students at Marshall Simmons Uh, Middle school have reportedly disrupted, the local news says, the school's so-called Spirit Day celebration for Pride Month, which was sponsored by the school's Spectrum Club. It's an LGBTQ uh, student group. I'm not recommending that they do that, but I'm saying they did it because they're fed up, they're sick of it, and they didn't know what else to do. It's pushed down their throat every stinking day as they go to public school. As part of the event, the Spectrum Club had decorated the entire school. I saw pictures of it this morning with signs that read, Happy Pride Month, posters with messages. I saw one of them, it said, Why it is not okay to say that's so gay. According to this big sign that I saw in the hallway, 
Some students were having none of this. They're sick and tired of having this crammed down their throat every day in the classroom, government-run schools. So they reacted by tearing down the banners and the signs. Marshall Simmons, or Simons Middle School principal, says that's inappropriate, of course. She said other students chanted, USA are my pronouns, in the hallways. They wore red, white, and blue clothing. They, they face, instead of the face paint of the rainbow flag that they were kind of encouraged to wear that day on their face with face paint, they had on the colors of the United States of America and the flag. Middle school administrators responded by calling the students' actions completely unacceptable, and they said it was demeaning to other students while also likening it to violence. That's the equivalent of, of Dr. Jill standing in Hollywood telling these Hollywood people, and believe me, I know that environment. We were there, and I was a youth pastor in that environment, telling these people that Donald Trump and all the people that voted for him are the bad guys and the good guys are the left. The left that is destroying the foundations of this nation and the institutions of this nation as we speak. When one individual or group of individuals, beliefs and actions result in demeaning of another individual uh, group, it's completely unacceptable, the principal of the school said. Well, has he ever considered how offensive it is, all this nonsense about gay flags and LGBTQIA plus whatever? Does, has he ever considered how offensive that is to kids of that age, seven, eight, nine years old, every day, day in and day out, that mantra is, placed, is pushed into their face and down their throat? Has he ever considered that? This Carrie Purchase, who is the principal, went on to say that she stands in solidarity with the students and faculty that were allegedly impacted by this student-led protest. And again, I'm not, if those were one of my kids or grandkids, I wouldn't tell them to do that. But can there be no understanding at all that these kids are fed up with this? They don't want to be told they may be a boy when they're a girl or they may be a girl when they're a boy. They're sick of it. We just have given them no voice. And so they finally act out. And now it's a big deal. It's national news. This principal said, I am truly sorry that a day meant for you to celebrate your identity turned into a day of intolerance. Intolerance? There's no tolerance toward anybody that disagrees with this narrative. This principal, she said, schools are supposed to be a safe place for all students and faculty. That's the point, ma'am. That's the point that these kids are making. Public schools are not a safe place for any kid that disagrees with the far-left narrative in the classroom, particularly the homosexual agenda. They're ostracized, they're marginalized, they're mocked if they don't go along with it and consider changing their gender and all of the accruement that's attached to this movement. That's the point. That's why these kids did this. I'm almost out of time, but I got to tell you this. One of the kids went out in the yard. I'm trying not to laugh, but he went out in the yard with an American flag and he posed like those Marines planting that flag, you know, on the hill. Uh, and he posed like that. And all of his friends were taking pictures of him. And 
So it goes. Hey, thanks for being with me today, and thank you for your support. We need it. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.